hot as shit in these streets. Rave Nation. You Yeah, yeah, man. You know who it is. You know what it is. It's Jay with the Prince, aka Rio. And I got my main guy, Ty. What it do? Yeah, you already know it's your boy, the real deal. Ty, we outside, you know, in the situation. An anomaly. What it do, baby? Hey, everybody. How y'all doing? And today, son, we in for a very, very fucking special treat. We got the motherfucking infamous Tony Backwood. You hear me? You hear me? What's happening? What's happening? The beer. Tony. Yes, sir. Yo. Tony. Yo. <laughs> yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know what Ty was talking about. He outside. I'm still inside with this one. But yeah, we definitely here. <laughs> definitely here, though. Oh my God! Yeah, yes, yeah, sir. We still inside. We still inside, yo. Speaking of inside. Still inside. Speaking of inside, like um, far as what we have and the information that we have on the quote unquote Corona and things of that nature, what are some of the safety measures that you've been taking for you and yours? Uh oh, was that a call? Uh, was, was that a call? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, you know. <laughs> Hey, you never know. Positive or negative, all you guys, what they tell you, we don't know. Hey, man, you good? You straight? All right, good. Now, my man, my man in here with me, I was about to call, but uh, nah, man, I think, I think I've just been, I've, I've been, I've been taking logic, I'm taking common sense, I've been just taking health. I mean, those are the three things I think that anybody can't deny. I mean, if you prioritize those three elements, you should be able to get through this based on what's been presented to us right you know what I'm saying? so i've been just taking i've been taking logic common sense and health into into full consideration man i think above all else virus uh you know bacteria whatever i mean your immune system is always gonna be the biggest the biggest source that's why we have an immune system you feel what i'm saying it's made to to prevent shit like this so regardless of the unknown the known whatever if you can prioritize having a strong immune system i feel like you've already a step or two ahead from whatever may be presented to you in the media gotcha gotcha and before we go further i just want people to know who tony backwoods is and then we can go directly deep and deep as far as we want to go but yo we on the wave son this is the nation son who is tony backwoods man tony backwoods real deal west side originator man i'm I born and raised here in charlotte um producer activist uh whatever you want to be man uh just kept it solid from day one um you got a big local sound coming up out of the charlotte you're working with a lot of artists i'm um, on the east coast nationwide really 
Um, just, 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 just been bringing a new sound to the game. I've been making beats though since 2013. Um, been doing this shit a long time, and just it's been crazy to see uh, coming along with this how my my role as a as a as an artist as a musician has kind of played so intricately into the the social climate we are now in. Um, it's been crazy to see how it, ha it has impacted my whole network from a producer standpoint, from the art that I create, from the way that I choose to, to, to put it out in front of people, um, all of that, man. Um, but but Tony Batwood's been out here. I'm not I'm not a nigga you gonna find on the internet. I'm a nigga you gonna find on the street. You know what I'm saying? I'm 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 about real deal contact, about real intimacy, and I don't mean that from a from a sexual standpoint. I mean that from real deal touching the people. I think um, as many people have said before, we knew um, our RIP, but Nipsey was a perfect example of that, of being a real direct influence to his local community, to those inside and outside. And that's the model I've kind of taken from jump of, of who I am as a person, of, of how I approach people, how I approach my craft, how I approach everything. I think this time that we're living in now, I feel like I've been I've been called to at the very least stand up and just speak out for for, for, for truth. For real deal, independent thinking and just education, man. I think the biggest thing we can do right now is educate ourselves. That's right. That's right. Mm -hmm. uh, Way! Nice, nice, nice. Totally, totally agree with that, man. Very well spoken, very articulate. So let's dive right deep into it, man. Let's continue. So I'm gonna ask you a serious question, Tony. And we just gonna go back and forth and pick each other's minds. This is the meeting of the minds. You know what I'm saying? We got a, a panel of scholars right now, son. This is the way. So judging by the way the climate is going, like you said, we was talking earlier about viruses and things of that nature. Now, a lot of what do you say to the people who do not believe that there's an actual virus attacking us as a people? That's a good question. Um, I'll start by saying a belief is only as strong as the reality. Um, so you can believe whatever you choose to believe. And how it lines up with the reality of what's out here is 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 what makes it as valuable or invaluable as it is. Um, so again, like exercising that common sense approach to those who do not believe <laughs> that it is a virus out here, um, I think that is basically an example of deliberate and chosen ignorance. Um, it's one thing to be blissfully ignorant if you don't have the information readily available to you. But now that we're in a time where the internet runs the world, and even now, if you are subject to what's being massively presented to you by the media, you have no choice to ignore the significance of this. Um, I think to kind of support that question, the people who I hear a lot do not believe uh, the COVID epidemic are majorly the people who have not been directly affected meaning they don't have a family member, friend, spouse, whatever, directly to them that has gotten affected and their life has been changed by it. And as a result, they don't believe that it's a real thing. It doesn't negate the fact that thousands, hundreds of thousands of people are dying or being affected by this. Correct. So again, to those who choose not to believe, you have the freedom of choice. And that's what makes this life that we live so beautiful. However, if you choose to take that route, I do agree that it is chosen deliberate ignorance. I would agree to that. I would, yeah. I would definitely agree with that. But that's just like with anything, though. Like, you choose to look the other way. 
even though it, but it's, it yields the question to say like what what more does it take what what does it take for you like the whole world is suffering like what else what more do you need for you to see it you know like people need, like that you need, you probably need, just cannot convince nah you need you need direct direct contact yeah. direct contact that's it it's really got to hit home and i think the only reason that covid has hit home is because the scale of it has been so large right this, this we can't marginalize this to oh only the united states is experiencing this right now only china is experiencing this no globally this is a common topic of discussion so now it has hit home directly for quite a bit of people but again to your question and to your point it hasn't hit home to every single person so as a result you have people that choose to look the other way again if we want to kind of streamline this into the argument or the debate or the conversation of this social injustice to the people who want to play the all lives matter role or to any of that um unpopular opinion you know it's it's again i don't think it directly has 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 hit you if i'm a yellow person or a or a uh, blue person you know somebody that's not affected by this whole white and black agenda how can i really um take a sincere belief or take a real stance on it because i haven't been directly affected by it you know what i'm saying if you tell me my next presidential elect is going to affect a certain tax bracket if i don't fall into that tax bracket why or how could i care as much as somebody who's directly affected i mean i would have to agree with that i mean this may not be an exact example, but people can relate, you know? It makes me feel like when people try to warn you about, say you with a girl that have a very crazy past, but you don't know that she got a crazy past, but everybody else do, because they was a part of it. And they tell you, uh, uh, you know, they tell you like, hey, hey, you, you, you booed up too much. You know what I'm saying? You booed up way too much. And you're not believing it because she hasn't shown you that. You know what I'm saying? But it doesn't mean that it's not there. So until your to your question or to your statement to say they're not directly affected, until she cheats on him or until she does something dirty to him, he'll become a believer. You know? It when it happens. So people are so surface. Surface issue people. You know what I'm saying? They they don't go deep. They're not layered. So if you only deal with the surface, you're only dealing with what you see. So it's like you said, they don't think for themselves. So if they're not thinking for themselves, they're waiting to be told what to think. And the fact to be told what to think, they can't go layer and layer and go deep enough to think for themselves to see exactly what's going on or put the pieces together, you know? So they are subjected to anything. The media runs the world. That's their voice. Well, that's the key to social acceptance. I mean, would you agree that social acceptance has been pushed to us from from infantry i mean you need to be socially validated and accepted and regardless of how you exercise or look at the the value of that independently that's what the play has been given to us since day one social acceptance and being cool per se for lack of a better term so to 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 to, to do that and to think beyond the surface requires a critical thinking which most do not have the innate ability to do but then the ones that do you're now stepping into a lane where you are going to speak out against the popular opinion and you're going to be uncool unaccepted per se and a lot of people if you can't exercise independent thinking they can't stomach that from their day perspective That's because they, you're not getting instagram likes, you're not getting followers you're not getting any of that because you're not speaking against the popular opinion you're going against the grain 
So if you have now rooted your validation into social acceptance, you've already you've already limited yourself. Fortunately, we don't give a fuck about that on the wave. No doubt. Yeah, that being cool shit is dangerous. Go ahead, Rip. Yeah, nah, but I just don't want to brush over the fact which I both touched on as far as thinking like and I know me and Tony got into it as far as like you know talking about it and stuff like that uh and he could probably break it down more the versus like you know some people know how to think and then some people are taught what to think and we just went into that you want to break that down for them yeah no cap I'm glad you said that time man I, I say this to the gang all the time man like it's 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 two types of people in the world you got a group of people that know what to think and a group that know how to think and the group that knows how to think are the immediate threat right now to what the whole agenda is. Because if you know how to think, regardless of what you present to me, I'm going to now weigh that up and size it up with logic and reason. But think about it. If you have an agenda that you're trying to reach a mass of people with, you can't really base, especially if it's, it's rooted in like a negative outcome or outcome that's not beneficial to everyone, you have to kind of pull the wool over the sheep's eyes in a certain extent. So if you don't know how to think, you've now been part of the play. And unfortunately, we have to have that balance of people asking to know how to think versus who to think in order for this agenda to even be possible. So what I push personally is that there is value in knowing how to think instead of what to think. Because if you know what to think, you're constantly going to be codependent on the society that has been built up around it. You're going to be codependent on what the weather says on your phone now. You're going to rely on what CNN says on that headline. You're going to base your day-to-day -day movements on what's been given and said to you. There is no critical thinking behind that as far as, let me see, hold on, if this makes sense. If this makes sense to me, personally, directly, in my life. And I think challenging that and each individual person causes way more ruckus than just being like hey i know this doesn't make sense but just go with it this is how we always done it or this is what everybody does right right oh yeah but that's some people so, would call that disruptive thinking disruptive thinking or critical thinking i mean hey when we were in elementary school i don't know about y'all but i had critical thinking questions on my test <laughs> yeah, and, and those were usually yeah. those were usually the questions that had the lines on them that were blank you follow what i'm saying these weren't the abc whatever select the right one these were the ones you had to actually take some time and if we think about it i know subconsciously when i would get on the test and i would have that question i'd be like damn like, i don't you know write all this stuff and even then going deeper i don't want to think independently by myself why and how I'm going to write out this explanation of why I think about wherever this question is asked. Gotcha. Really? Yeah, but well, yeah. what I meant by disruptive thinking, go with me here, is the perspective on the other playing field. You know, critical thinking, all those skills, what you're saying is a thousand percent true. But if you are, if you have a lot of people that have critical thinking and can think for themselves, it disrupts the main agenda of what they want us to be and where they want us to go. You see what I'm saying? So you will become naturally the enemy. So we'll get terms like your, your phone tap, you know what I'm saying? Because you woke. Like they try to coin the term woke. Woke is actually a strong term, man. It's, it's a strong term. But when they try to coin it and, and trend it, they try to take power away from it. You see what I'm saying? Oh, you woke, I'm woke, he woke, she woke, you know? 
but that's not how it works so when you have critical thinking you become disruptive to the main agenda that they want everybody to be sheep and guide them through the sheep walker you see what i'm saying so if you can see what they're doing see their agenda thinking for yourself you'll be able to divert the plans of the masses and be able to think for yourself and go another pathway you know so you become disruptive yet again disruptive now now let me ask you this from a from a general definition standpoint of how you just lay that all out would it be disruptive thinking if the overall agenda wasn't negative it's perspective if, if, the, if the if the if the overall well, no if the overall agenda whoever controls that if the overall agenda was genuinely created to benefit humankind as a whole okay that supersedes social status that supersedes tax bracket that supersedes race if the agenda itself from a core perspective was created in a beneficial way to actually benefit mankind would critical thinking for yourself and for the benefit of who you are as a person and for your family would it be seen as as disruptive i would say or would it be seen as no because no, it's not a one or two answer it's perspective and what i mean by perspective you look at it from a panoramic view because what we're saying the different perspective because me and you will be considered disruptive thinkers but we are actually critical thinkers but to the agenda to the perspective of the person that is got the master evil plan let's just call it that for call it that six we'll be interrupting his plan we'll be disrupting his plan to cause chaos or to cause capitalism to go out of control because we can we think for ourselves and we can teach a nation of people to think for themselves so we'll become disruptive people so it's just like when you have rebels rebels don't necessarily mean they're evil or necessarily mean that they're bad people they just against what the other party stands for you know so they're disrupting the other party's plans so it's not to say that it's uh one or two answer like we are disruptive we have critical thinking we can think for ourselves we can teach other people to think for themselves we can see a plan laid out before us you know but you are interrupting somebody's plan and just like to your next question to see if something benefits for the entire world that's good but think of it this way the world benefits for the entire world but people still put a cap on it people still put a machine that drives the water to go to us and charge us for it people still put a machine for fossil fuels to charge us to drive this is all natural things that benefits us as a people you see what i'm saying so the perspective would be yes let everything be free let everything benefit us but on the other side of the flip coin you got people that want to capitalize on that i can make a dollar off of that no don't do well, charge I, I, think, I don't think that that speaks to a person's character i speak i think that speaks to the nature of the framework behind the agenda Correct. so again i think i have to i have to go back to the actual definition and 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 morality of what the agenda is okay so if the agenda that we know all of us know black white brown yellow whatever if we all know the agenda actually is not good for us what's being portrayed to us is not aligned with that would you agree like cnn is not waking up being like hey we put all this stuff in food and fluoride is in everything to calcify your pineal gland we, they, they don't say that right it takes critical thinking in your own research to go figure that out right so i'm saying if if the, so we've already acknowledged 
that the agenda that is being portrayed and communicated to us after we do our own independent research and thinking we figure out okay well the actual agenda is not what's being told to us so now we figured out it's actually a negative agenda so what i'm saying is in a theory it supposedly if the agenda is actually for the benefit of all mankind if the u.s was framed and structured and built on a ideology that is beneficial for everybody whether you're black white rich poor whatever if we build a landscape that is built for any player you can come in play an honest fair game and get what you put in out of it because that's what we're being told it is go to college get this degree go in, go get a job you're gonna you're gonna make it why take it this but yeah, that's not that. how the we agenda that, is yeah. actually is right that. so that's what i'm saying so now they've they've labeled the ones who will challenge that as disruptive correct so it's not really disruptive it's just going to change the trajectory of what the overall mass agenda is correct so, it's just like um what you're saying i totally agree because we're saying the same thing it's what they what they would consider it to be because the other side of the flip coin is their perspective it's just like when they call us thugs all black people are not thugs you see what i mean so if it's anything that go against their mainframe as we would call it or go against their agenda they will label it something to be derogatory because you're the op so in this i don't think you can call i don't think you can call evil a perspective i think that's morality um all right so that's that's morality let's use this example so there is no real good and there is no real bad it's all perspective when a person considers themselves doing their good deed for the day that's to who i knew a girl who would let 15 people get in front of her and on on the traffic and to, to say she did her good deed and i'm in the passenger side like what the fuck? like that's not a good deed to me that's 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 fucking crazy like you in traffic and then other people would consider hey that's her good deed that's on her report a good report card so people can look at as a perspective good or bad people say thou shall not kill but the military is licensed to kill and nowadays police are licensed to kill now like what the fuck but thou shall not kill you see what i'm saying it's it's a perspective of what you consider no who the fuck can say just like nature nature is nothing but life and death it's a cycle it's a cycle a baby is born right out of the animal's womb and the hungry tiger eats it that's a perspective was was that tiger bad or was he good now the tiger can feed his family like i don't know it's it's i call it perspective because it all depends on how you look at it because we can't judge and say one point of view is the point of view that just comes from talking all the time what's up well, i think <laughs> go ahead Ty. No, I just said like there's a perspective like because it's like it just depends on what kind of what side of the fence you on like just like somebody going basically like we want to be good quote unquote but then there's somebody who's going to be bad versus their good is bad and their bad is good type thing to us so like I mean you know it's just based on what side of the on what side of the team you want you know your mission your objective it is and, like you know, that because even in war like my brother he was. He a retired vet, and my sister is in the military right now. And if they and when they get deployed, they go to Japan, they go to Iraq, they go all over the world. Every country they go to, or every different city they go to, is a different perspective on America. 
if you go to Iran, Iraq, Arabia, and things of the nature, they they say that American people eat their children. They say American people, all the white women with blonde hair are whores. They say these things. You see what I'm saying? That's a different perspective. That's called propaganda to get you to mentally think it'll control you to think that there's certain people are uh, like this just so you can hate hate them people say that about black people all the time where we're stupid we're slow we're ignorant we can never do these things we are we, we're demons you know what i'm saying like the white culture has embedded these thoughts in the world today so the perspective would be because you're black i'm black we're all black and the perspective would be like how in the hell can you come to this conclusion so on our side we would say our piece and our perspective is they're wrong they're stupid how can they say these things on their perspective oh here's a here's a beautiful example i had a friend he was a white guy he was cool as shit right and he kind of looked like um what's that dude name uh he kind of looked like johnny depp a little bit or whatever that's irrelevant but he would he would go to church and this is when i was in the church heavy and he would go to church and his church was all white church and the church i went to was a predominantly black church you know what i'm saying i don't know why it's like that churches seem like they're the most segregated organizations right now some a lot of the places but anyway he told me he, he felt so comfortable with me he was telling me where black people come from <laughs> Oh wow! All right, right. I have I had no choice but to keep a straight face, Tony. I had to keep a straight Tell me face. More. So he was he he proceeded to educate me on where black people come from. Uh, a sophisticated black man. I'm in a three piece suit, right? So I'm looking like, oh, you're gonna tell me where I come from? Okay, sure. I bet I'm listening. I'm very interested. And mind you, I have no biasism when people tell me things. You know what I'm saying? I don't get emotional. I just listen to facts. If it's facts, I'm with it. If it's a, if it if it's different from my perspective, I don't hold on to it. I hold on to truth. So I wanted to hear what he had to say. Maybe he say some shit that will unlock some things. I don't know. Fuck it. So I was like, okay, shoot. He said in the Bible, this is what they this is what they teach in their church, Tony. In the Bible, when I forget their names, the father was taking a bath. If you know the story, you'll know it. The father was taking a bath. And the son walks by and sees his father's naked. But the, he doesn't turn away fast enough. He kind of sit there and gaze a little bit. So there you go, your homoerotic right there. Your homosexuality comes into play. So he said now the son was punished for looking at his father in an ungodly manner. So the son was punished with a, a mark or a spot on him that or turned him black. So... <laughs> They saying black people came from the active thought of homosexuality, of gay shit. You see what I'm saying? They're like, yo, black people and gay shit go together like peanut butter and jelly. So I said, I was looking at him. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at him. Like, mind you, I'm, I was, I'm sophisticated. And this, I say that detail so you would know it wasn't like he was just looking at the average hood dude. You know, that's where I came from. But I'm in a different place. So I was like, yo, out of all this splendor. You can sit there in front of me and tell me I gain I came from a gay thought. How the fuck does that sound? That's what they take from the Bible and teach in their church. Yet again, it's their perspective. Now we can go deeper and deeper and deeper, and that'll take us to a whole nother way. 
but the perspective is what people see and think so good or bad right or wrong is really we really can't judge it now here's the kicker in other countries they believe you can get married to a child at eight years old or is it nine hmm, i can never I thought tell the child had to at least have their cycle first eight or nine some child nowadays some people have their cycle my children have their cycle right now guess how old they are nine and it started when they was eight so what the fuck is that about perspective well i want to and i want to i want to kind of explore some of that I, I will say again to your perspective thing i'm, I'm really intrigued man i think Perspective is, is very valuable. I think it's one of the, 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 the core principles in decision-making and how to like critically think. Now, I will say this. We're all familiar on the phone with what a Venn diagram is, right? For those yeah. who don't know, break it down because the world listening. <laughs> okay, well, a, a Venn diagram, for those who don't know, please, for however I misspeak, please use Google Imaging as a resource. However, a Venn diagram, you have a left side, you have a right side. Now, these diagrams overlap, so there is a shared landscape, a shared real estate, if you will, of common ground. So, to, to kind of challenge that perspective statement again, I think, and, and, and again, if, if we agree or disagree, I think that is the, that is, that's, that's the value of being able to have educated conversations of this nature. Now, with a Venn diagram, you have that shared common ground, right? So, I, regardless of you're genuinely evil or genuinely bad, follow me over this. Can we all agree that life is good? <laughs> life, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Life, <laughs> prosperity, success, long, longevity, whatever. If you go, if I go to the most evil of evil of, of whoever it is, and I talk to them about what their goals are, and I go to the most good of good of good people, and I speak to them about their goals are, I'm sure we can all agree. And if you don't, that's fine. But I'm sure them niggas want money, they want longevity, yeah. they want success and security for themselves and not only the people around them. I think that is that is a shared like, ground like regardless. That. Because like and that's that. and that's why that's that's why the common ground is that. So when you do have a war, it's a fight over right, a fight over land, a fight over money. Like it's going to be some sort of common ground that yeah. you can understand. And if it wasn't, so, we wouldn't be fighting about it. I like it. So I think again, if you if we take a, a macro step above the perspective level, I think whoever the good and evil is, there's a common ground that we all can agree on from a moral standpoint. Because we're all human. That's the one ground. That's the one common thing we share. Regardless of upbringing, whatever, we all have and breathe the same air, same 24 hours, and we have the same organs inside of us. We have a commonality that has been defined. You can't argue that. So because of that, there are byproducts that I believe, genuinely, that we can agree on. And I think that's why I've been played with so many times with racism and classism and all this. If we just sat down and talked to people, they would kind of create this open room for growth and that. I don't know what the answer is. I don't think a lot of us know what the answer is. But I will say it's about perspective and it's about unity. So to perspective, I agree about every single thing you just said. From the, from the stance of it's about how you choose to look at a situation and let that define your moves to combat the situation. Correct. But when I say unity, I think as a race, as a culture, as a generation, as a tax bracket, however you want to choose to consolidate that group, 
there has to be some unity in what the agenda is going to be. Absolutely. I think the agenda that all of us are fighting, we have been losing generation to generation, not because of resources, not because of the wrong battle, but because the agenda we're fighting has been unified for so long. Would you agree? I like it. The fact that the fact that the fact that you can drop the MLK speech right now and it's as directly applicable as it was to back in the sixties speaks volumes. How can you say we progress if it's that applicable? This man been dead for how many years? And again, so if we if we if we look at it from that perspective, to your point, I think we have to figure <laughs> out what is what is our unified agenda awesome. going to be so that we can A align and then agree on how we're gonna execute. If I'm finding a different agenda, if you're pushing a different agenda, and Ty pushing a different agenda, we all can make progress, but it's in three different directions. And I feel like when I look, and I know a lot of my black people will not fuck me because of it, but when I look at my culture as a whole, I'm like, wow, I, I love that we're focused. So I love that we're taking a stand and we're taking actual action. However, I don't think we've taken the time to, to really prioritize that step of what the agenda and what our push is. And then when you look at us from the outside in, we have a group of us that want to share on each other. You know what I'm saying? We want to we get rich. I want to buy the bands. I want to move out the hood just so I can shit on people in the hood and look just like me. Yeah. So as a whole, as a race and a culture, we haven't progressed any in any way as a whole. I've progressed as who I am and I've shit on, on my hood and the block and I done came up and I got bread. But like, how am I keeping the money in my community? How am I helping my whole community as a whole progress when it comes to comparison of others? And I know we've all watched it, but I, I, I just want to make the point of Killer Mike's show on, on, on Netflix. And he made the point, and, it, and people know it, that how we keep the dollar in our community money speaks whether you want to say that you're 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 a materialistic person or not money is what drives <laughs> a lot right. of a lot of a lot of things it drives a lot it in does. what we do yeah. so regardless of how you believe in it it is a reality it's a real resource that we need to progress and do anything of change in life so once you once you grasp that okay now let's look at the influence and the effect of our money now how can we direct our money from a unified standpoint to make real change right now killer mike makes the makes the point and he shows the the, the whole the sources and all that that shows the numbers behind it but basically the white jewish community chinese community they keep the money within their community for an average of two to three weeks if i'm not if i'm not mistaken with the blacks the average was six hours and the main argument of that before you get hyped with the number discrepancy the main argument that blacks will say is that oh well, it's because we don't own a lot of business when it comes to the sale of it we own a car manufacturer we don't own an oil company we don't own of course we don't but however i think we can look at the play we can look at the landscape and make educated decisions and we've already done that and that's it's a result of the black owned businesses in the landscape now that's why a lot of us have saturated the restaurant business the hair business because that's what we're good at but we have to challenge ourselves to now step out and occupy more of that landscape to have more of a unified agenda to keep the money within the community and i feel like if we can take chances like steps towards that and figure out okay hold on before we go protest and fuck up all this shit and cause property damage to our local community that will now result in raised taxes let's figure out how we're going to actually come up with an agenda that's going to result in the change and the result that we want. So many people, I think, black and, and non-black, are protesting and asking for a change right now that they aren't willing to be an example of. 
I I love everything that you were saying, and and it's 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 very it's I'm proud and it's very good to hear articulate articulated conversations, you know, and to for you to be so young with the mindset that you have and the perspective that you have that you can see these things that are happening before your very eyes. We we are living in history right now. Everything that's going on all from day to day is history being recorded. I mean, you can say that about anything, but this is the stuff that's going to go down in the books. Now, to Killer Mike, shout out to Killer Mike. Shout him out. But sure, yeah, you already know. We we fought with Killer Mike. Yo, oh, I was about to say another Killer Mike. I say tell him the Killer Mike story, but now nah, we don't need to do that. <laughs> we don't need to do that. But to what, yeah, you, not, what, you, yeah, what you were saying is it was a mouthful, though. It was actually it was a mouthful in an earful because it has so, so many components, so many components. And this is the type of stuff that I think about daily so much that it could become stressful. You see what I'm saying? So a lot of people you would have like Brother Polite, you would have um, Dr. Umar Johnson, you would have, you know what I'm saying, down to the Martin Luther Kings and the Malcolm X's, you know what I'm saying, Farrakhan's. You, you have all of these different perspectives but for the same cause. You see what I'm saying? So when we say us as black people, I'm going to tell you this one thing, and we have it on footage. The riots, the riots was something special this year because it wasn't what people, if we didn't have internet, if we didn't have social media, we wouldn't know exactly what's going on in the riots. My man, what up, EJ? Shout out to EJ. was on Facebook Live. And he was representing Wave Nation. He was out there riding. Not riding. I'm sorry. <laughs> he was out protesting. Disclaimer. Protesting. Disclaimer. <laughs> he was protesting. Disclaimer. 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 <laughs> he was out protesting. He was out protesting. And he got, he was in, he was in, I want to say Fayetteville or Durham, one of these cities. And when he got to a certain place where there were trees in a building, like a historical building, this white girl pulls out a Molotov. I'm pretty sure you know what a Molotov is, right? Yeah. She pulls out a Molotov on Facebook Live. This is my man. You know what I'm saying? This is my guy. And I'm watching it. You see what I'm saying? From the comfort of my own home, of course. <laughs> he pulls out a Molotov. She pulls out a Molotov, yo, and lights the fucking tree on fire. The riots, just like the cop who was breaking the windows in AutoZone, just like the white people who was raiding Target, yes, we did Baltimore, because Baltimore is predominantly black, but you got to understand, that city needed to burn. The reason why that city needed to burn, that was the example city. That's what Ground Zero happened at. But black people is not the ones that's really destroying property at this moment. Yes, we are stealing. Hell yeah, we stealing. I wanted to I wanted to do it. I ain't going to front of you. Just the way we keep it honest on the way. I wanted to steal too. I wanted to get in it too. But it wasn't only us. We didn't start the shit. Like, well, we hold on. Well, hold on. Well, hold on. I, I just I want to stop you there again and challenge that perspective like you were saying. I, I think when you justify something, what it does is it validates whoever the person's initial claim was. Before we even justify why we're doing what we're doing, we can acknowledge real things like Tulsa, Oklahoma, Black Wall Street. Like, right. what about that? 
That's another. And it's, so it's not it's not about a it's not about an indifference of well we did and you guys did it. It's a common ground again of the same action that's being done, but different timelines, different circumstances. I guess I took too long getting to the point, but it's not a just it's not a justification. It's what you say. I'm glad you brought up Tulsa because it adds to what I was getting at. I guess I'm taking too long. All this stuff is a boil over. It's a boil over. You see what I'm saying? It's a boil over injustice. It's a boil over the system because we fighting the system. It's not. It's, it's a people. People are following the system's rules and following following through with how the system is created. We're still not looked at as a people. We're still not looked at as a full man. You know what I'm saying? Three fourths of a man. We still looked at as animals. They still saying that stuff. Just like when you said they could throw a Martin Luther King on speech right now and it would still be relevant to this hour. And the only reason that is because we're fighting a system that is derived to keep us oppressed. Even in the, the, the court system, every system you go into, I work in the financial system. You see what I'm saying? Like finance, that's what I, I'm a finance guy. That's who I am. And I've seen the difference of injustice when it comes to when they walk into to try to get a loan or do something for their business compared to when we do it. I have to be the mediator to kind of break that system. You see what I'm saying? So when you come from rioting and things of that nature, property damage, mind you, these places have insurance and some places don't. But when you have a ground zero, just like when 9-11 happened, it killed, it blew those two towers up and then it trickled down to everything that was around it. So if you want to talk about property damage, property damage, forget about property damage. We're talking about a man's life here and many lives. We can't even get called the police or get pulled over without the fear of us dying. It boiled over. So that city boiled over. We it caught the world's attention. Okay. If you worried about somebody's house or a car or a business more than somebody's life at that moment, then that's a different perspective. And that's something you gotta answer yourself to. But then they caught the world's attention. Now the world is paying attention to the injustice of black people. The world is paying attention, the world is grieving. Over the injustice of how we've been treated for all this time. It's over 400 but, years. You was going to say something? They're, they're not really. Are we, are we? They're paying attention, but they're trying to settle. I'm going to say settle out of court. In the sense that the stuff <laughs> that they're trying to give. I like the stuff that they're trying to give isn't really doing anything. Like they tried to put the BET Awards on a major network. They are trying to put like black. Now they're trying to put specifically black movies and TV shows focused on the different outlets like Netflix and Hulu. I mean, that's great, and it takes the awareness. But that's not what after all that fighting. Yes, exactly. After all that fighting and all the rioting and all the protesting and all the rage and rise up that's happening, what's the next step? What's the next? Who, who has the plan? What's the next move? I, well, right now I am looking at the How We Fight movement. They have a plan in, in place, in action, that they're trying to get more people behind, that they're actually trying to actually get us forward with. Because we live in it. We are living out the movie right now. So when you got that happening that we don't know where to go, what's the next move? We're living it out. So it will come. Because we have yeah. the world's attention. Now that we have the world's attention, this is the time to do the plan. Now, I don't agree with the rioting of all cities. I think just that one city needs to burn down. 
catch the attention of the entire world. Now all other cities do their peaceful protesting. That's how I felt as though it should have went. But it didn't go like that. You know what I'm saying? People went buck wild. Buck with noodles. You know what I'm saying? But one city burn, other cities protest. Go to your, go to the court systems. Go to the, your lawmakers. And then hear us and make a change. Now this is the time for all the, the, the world leaders, the black leaders, to come together like you were saying. And to have an actual plan for change. I don't give a fuck about movies right now. Entertainment. I need something it's not going to be them. It's not going to be the lawmakers that actually do the change. We have to force them to make the change. They've been in, in their position for years. They haven't made any changes. Us who have to push them to make a change. We can't just sit back and let them do that. Or think that they're going to do it on their own because they're not. They haven't. But that's, yeah, that's weak that's shit. That's weak sauce. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's weak sauce for them. Like, I agree with you, Anomaly. That's weak sauce how they doing, like, little shit. Like, um, Black Lives Matter and um, putting BT on the major net. Nobody even watch fucking TV anymore. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's bullshit. I don't, my, my brothers is not dying. My sisters is not dying for us to have a fucking special on BET. We need real fucking change. We need changes in the Go ahead. No, I, mean, I just, I just, I just, I just want to say you might have missed your car. I don't know what you do in life, but you might need to be a jeweler because all that was just straight gems. Like, and I'm glad you touched on that. I think it summed up in pacification. Like all this right now is a lot of pacification. Uh, we gonna put Harry Tubman on the on the hundred dollar bill and what to your point the BET shit, all that. It's cap. But I, again, I think my question today, because I've had these same conversations, is how beneficial is it to make it publicly accessible of what our plan is. And, and what I mean by that is, like, if we're in a football game and we, I'm running defense, you're running offense, how effective is my defense if I show the offense what my defensive play is? Is it is it is it letting them know what we're going to do? That's like, in a way, we showed them. We've already shown whoever the other side is the capabilities and the, and the, and the, and the power of a unified black agenda. Again, going back to Tulsa. So... Mm-hmm. Is, is is it is it effective, I think, to publicly broadcast and make it publicly accessible of what the planned agenda is? And I, I challenge myself with this when I ask this. It's not a it's not an open ended question, but like I think my my approach to this is like the effectiveness of the Underground Railroad. Harry ain't say nothing. And look how effective that was. Whereas okay, we can we can we can look at MLK. Yeah, he got a civil rights and we can vote and shit now. But are, do our votes really really count? I mean, are we gonna talk about that or like nah? But so it's like, what is really gonna be effective? And I believe this. Ty has heard me say this before. If you have to beg another man for a victory and they give it to you, it's not your victory; it's theirs. Because they're still controlling the nature of the game and how it's being played. Right. I can see your I can see your point and your perspective on that because. It has validity to it, you know, but it's a portion of the pie because we, we live in a world where change has to be made. Laws has to be mm-hmm. played out. You see what I'm saying? I believe I believe the term overt covert will play a factor in this because you don't have to tell everybody everything. But you need to be able to discuss what you need to the people, to the powers that be. Because if we need laws changed or laws made, that's a sit, that's a sit at the round table. So you got to discuss it to a degree. This is what this is our demands. You see what I'm saying? But I don't. I agree with you. Like I'm not about to sit here and tell the enemy everything that I'm about to do. 
so they can but have we, so they have can we not already attack. done that have you already done it? Didn't, didn't Malcolm and MLK and all them who got knocked off didn't, weren't native people that had the clout and the resources to meet with those people? That was the that's the past. And the reason why I say that's the but, past. But the past is the present, is it not? The MLK and Malcolm X is still applying for today. The words, the demands, the statements, the speeches still directly apply today. People this, got hung last week, gang. <laughs> this is why I say that's the past. Because they we had MLK and Malcolm X back then. Now we have Umar Johnsons and Killer Mike's, people like Tony Backwoods, people like J. U. the Prince, people like The Real Deal Tire, people like Anomaly. We right now. So we have to carry the torch. So the acid burned down was a different time. Mind you, it was legal to hang a person back in the day. It was legal. So legal doesn't necessarily mean it's right. And it, it definitely doesn't necessarily mean it is wrong. But that was then. It's a different time now. We have more liberties, a little bit more rights, and then a lot of we're a little bit we're, we're more educated than we was back then. I mean, look at North Carolina. We had the right to carry. You see what I'm saying? So a Tulsa would have been a wall. Let 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 Tulsa be Atlanta right now. How many how many black men do we know? I know person. How many black men do you know that legally have? I'm in a whole another bracket, so it's it's a little bit different on my end. But it's it's if 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 you do like if it, like I said before, let Tulsa be Atlanta right now. Let Tulsa be New York. Let Tulsa be Texas. It, it's not going to go down the way it went down. You see what I'm saying? But here's another question. They just like when they bombed Philly, they fucking bombed a fucking city. You see what I'm saying? So it's it's they had the government behind them. So it's a it's a different war. It's a different battle. What I say right now, people like yourself who has the mind to strategize. With the with black leaders, you gotta consider yourself a black leader at this point. You see what I'm saying? You don't need no one to validate you. So when you sit at the table with other like-minded people, you strategize. You see what I'm saying? Then you come up with a tool and a plan, and you be covert and overt at the same time. So you're coverted and you keep your plans behind closed doors, and you're overt with the type of plan that you need outward because we need these things changed. Because we just can't operate as an independent in a place where they have rules. So if we want laws changed, just like other people have laws changed to them, we we can show show a force to have laws changed for us. Cause we gotta do so much over and beyond to get shit done for us. Just just for the simple fact of who we are. So I believe they're doing that right now. I believe we are living it out in our day and time. This is the new civil rights movement. This is exactly what they have done in civil rights. But now it's 2020. So I believe we're just living it out. I'll wait and see. Real deal. I think I think um I think I think the biggest thing, and I'm 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 really glad to hear the full explanation of how you said that because this has been a question I've had to other black leaders like myself and just people who who are at that that point where it's like, okay. Well, we know the truth versus the the untruths. How do we combat this in, a, in an effective way? Covert, overt, however you want to do it. My thing now is, and, and, and I say this to myself as a daily reminder, time is the only thing that we can't get back. So time is the most effective thing we need to make use of in our advantage, right? Yeah. So, so with that said, I think it's so much time, I think, being wasted on vocalizing the cap that we already know to be present. 
Yeah. So yes, yeah. I know. I know Black Lives Matter, bro. I know. I know that y'all are hanging this shit. But I know that. But what we I want do? to value my time and value. Right. I want to value my time and value all of our time to figure it out in a really effective way. But the help of you guys, hopefully, after this podcast, let's not let it let it stop here. But really form and, and actually strategize again to what steps do we take? It's cool to offend me, but what value does it take by me wasting time saying, "Oh my gosh, you offended me, you offended me, you offended me." Let's figure out what the retaliation, what the next step is going to be. And not necessarily just retaliation. I'm not trying to get even. I'm trying to move forward. Right, right, right. I mean, you want action. You want results. Right. Real, real deal action. Not circumstantial action. Not, oh, we give you $1,200 a day, and then next year we start hanging folks again. No, I want, I want real deal change. Yeah. Real deal change. And again, with this whole pacification, normally, girl, you are a gem. I'm telling you that that whole thing I seen I seen today. This whole we're gonna stop acknowledging master bedroom with the real real, real change. We're gonna stop acknowledging master bedroom yeah. with master bedroom. Niggas, start showing us the causes we actually qualify for. Stop taking us to the to the to the to the, to the demographic that black people are already heavily populated in. So what if I got an 800 credit score? I work my ass off to get that. Show me what I actually deserve and what I can afford. Don't don't limit the the places you show me and put me into a a place that will now actually add to that social agenda of marginalizing the races. Why is it that we still in twenty twenty have a black side and a white side of town? Why is it why is gentrification still only affecting minorities? Like these are questions that probably has to be asked, but not just asked, but then figuring out how to not answer them publicly, but figure out how to come up with an actual effective strategized way to beat it. But yeah. this system is not created to be beat. You got to beat the system at its own game. And that's something that we got to figure out to do and do it effectively. And, that's, that's very and share the knowledge amongst generations. That's very interesting because those questions could be answered and answered strong. Like, when, mm-hmm. the, show, when the show ends, we can get together on some covert. <laughs> we could definitely do it on covert style. So we ain't got to release it mm-hmm. on air. You know what I'm saying? But I, I got the answers because it's being done now. You know, but um, and the only reason why I know that because of my financial background, and we get insider information. This is the stuff that we do, so I could tell you how it's being done and why it's being done and what is being done to stop it. But not necessarily to stop it, but to overcome it. Because a lot of things you can't stop; they just go on, go on. You just got to figure out how to move in your own lane. You see what I'm saying? Because gentrification. And the way that it's being effective and the reason why it affects the poor community or black majority of black people, because we're, we're disenfranchised. You know, we, we are in these neighborhoods that at one point in the back in the day, back in the day, were had value. And we would, this is the stuff that they didn't want. So we went in and brought the value up. And now that property was prime real estate. Now, fast forward to the future. This prime real estate is looking good right now because who can foresee what will be built around it and will be built close to it? I was, a, I, I don't want to say a victim of gentrification, but I remember living in Baltimore. They moved all of us out of the projects and moved us to the suburbs and blew up our projects and built condominiums. You see what I'm saying? So that was the first, that was years ago, and that was the first gentrification before it was called being called gentrification. That happened to me. They blew up. Our, I mean, I don't give a fuck about it because it was the project. I didn't want to live there anyway. 
You know what I'm saying? But they moved us out and then they built condom fucking mediums there. So you don't even know that was the hood. The neighborhood is immaculate. And it's downtown and prime real estate because it was an eyesore to, to downtown. Because you will leave, you know what I'm saying, the stadium, you will leave the harbor, and you got the fucking high rise project right in the eye view of all this money. So they got rid of that shit. And then now you don't even know. But they moved us out to the suburbs. All about perspective. All about fucking perspective. Moved us out to the suburbs. And we had a choice. Listen, man. Yo. When we moved to the suburbs. And I'm going to keep it short. I thought we was good, right? Because now we live in. I don't have to see no roaches. None of that. But, yo, I knew the hood moved to the suburbs. Because we found a body in a, path, in a bike trail. And I was like, God damn. Graffiti. Graffiti started showing up. It's just like, damn. You can give, you can put people in nice things. Like they say, you can take the people out the hood, but not the hood out the person. I mean, that was a transition. But you brought that mindset to a nice neighborhood. You see what I'm saying? So it got to, it got to be a change in the mind. It got to, it's a lifestyle. You know? But some people are ready for it, and some people not. Some people have that gift. Some people don't. Just like you, Tony. Like, what you're saying to most people or some people would probably consider it a conversation not worth having. But when you get around like-minded people, it's a beautiful conversation. It's mind food. Some people can hear it and some people can't. It's just like they say, don't cast your pearls before swine. I mean, that saying was released for a reason. That's, that's out the book. Just like how you value having these conversations, how you value anomaly as gems. You call the gems, you call the jewelry. These are what they consider pearls. So they have these conversations. I say, yes, get around like-minded people. Get around people that can actually be serious about execution. Because once you have execution after a strategy, that's when you yield results. This is Wave Nation. Yeah. Nah, like, I think with me, I just think, and I've seen this today, like, it was a quote somebody just said, basically that black liberation got to be more important than capitalism. Like, so we just got to... Ooh, Tom, stop that! That's right, look, that's right, look, that's why I tapped your line, Tom. Stop that, Tom. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, though. We got to be, we got to, we got to, I, I don't want to say ignore, but, like, even if they was to put Harriet Tubman on a $100 bill, how many of us gonna have them shits? Woo! Ah, stop! My phone on fire! <laughs> but I'm saying though, like, it's just real shit. Like, if you ain't giving me all them hundreds niggas, then don't talk to me about them. Like, I don't care. Like, so... Hey, well look, well look. What if, what if, and I, I don't know if this is, this is changed or not. We don't own, we don't own black car manufacturer. I'm challenging all my big homies in my circle to do this though. Instead of... Instead of charging our perspective of using a Mercedes Benz as the sign of black excellence, like, oh, nigga, I done made it. What if we all spent that same cash of dollar amount on Mercedes Benz stock? How much more influence will we have in that market directly? Imagine if all these, all the rappers we look up to that own these businesses and shit, what if they spent them $100,000 in Mercedes Benz stock? That's capitalism. Because they can't show that off. Yeah, that's true. You said, you said, that's capitalism. you said it's capitalism? Yes. They know they can't show. Oh, go ahead. No, babe. go ahead. Go ahead. Anomaly, go ahead. 
Now, the reason why they don't do it is because, I mean, there's a few reasons. They can't show it off, and that's what they want, and they're not thinking long money. They're thinking right now. They don't have a plan for the future. They're planning, all right, I got this money, so I'm going to ball out to everybody that I've made it. Never mind, they only have that one, two hit, and that next album never came out because they're irrelevant, but they're not thinking long term. You're thinking long term. You're thinking stocks. You're thinking bonds. You're thinking all of this. You're planning this. You're doing this. But that's not what they, that's not their mindset. Their mindset was just well, to quote unquote make it, get a deal. Well, I won't, I won't, I won't even cap my own self down and say I am part of that. Because to be, to be completely transparent, if you give me $100,000 a day, I, I'm going to be tempted to go buy a Benz. What I'm saying is, what how do you think so just just from you all like what do you all think how could that change the trajectory of our capitalist influence on the market if we had that type of security so yeah we can all say oh well blacks don't own a car manufacturer right but if we own if we own the most amount from a volume perspective of mercedes business mm -hmm. from c-class to s-class if we all that was stock wouldn't the black culture be the 51 percent majority stockholder of mercedes-benz Yep. Right. It's what you're saying. How 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 could that change shit? It, it I guess it's my it's my could, critical input. I think it could change a lot of shit. I think I think we in the money. What this is a money age, man. You need money to do shit. Just like all wars need funding. If you want to move forward in life or make change in life, you need money to do it. And that, I think that is another strategy to do so. It didn't make a lot of change, but when you get people going, to, yo. Mercedes, <laughs> who owns Mercedes? A white man, right? <laughs> it ain't, it ain't us. Right, right, <laughs> it right. it ain't now, us. You're gonna find a loophole to be like, shut. The, like, what? They own how much percent of this shit? Hell nah, hell nah. <laughs> they gonna put throw a monkey wrench somewhere. But I think, what you, I think that's one. I think that's a strategy, man. I'm telling you, Tony, you got strategies, bro. These are strategies to help win. So that's one of the many strategies to help win. Facts, Tony. Big facts. But yeah, man, we gonna. Man, I just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just trying to. I think, I think this opportunity has been has been a blessing. I just want to say I really appreciate the opportunity to come over here and just have this platform. But I, I will say, moving forward, um, we gotta, we gotta use this as, a, as like a, a starting block, not only as an example, but as a resource to those who may not be like minded to now form a bridge where we can reach those that's not like-minded and start valuing principles and concepts of this nature. Especially because we live in such a volatile, impressionable time where this awesome. is happening. So, and, 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 and with that, um, I, I actually got to run here shortly, but I, I do want to say everybody tap in with me. Um, Ty got my Instagram. Y'all shout me out how y'all need to, but tap in with me, man. Like, I want to form, I want to form what the new revolution is going to be. Fuck it being televised. We can't we can't have a televised it's gonna mess it up. <laughs> I wanna actually move this. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Tony Backwoods, everybody. You already know what you it is, man. It's Jay with the Prince, aka Rio. And I got my main guy Ty what it do. Yo, 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 you already know your boy the real deal time came through with another one. Wave Nation, season five. Let's get it. You know the way. And anomaly would it do, baby? You already know people, play safe. And our special guest, Mr. Tony Bay. Let's go.
Yeah.